Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys about how many books you should buy and why. All right, so I have been playing around with the online calculator with Ingram Spark, trying to determine what would be most beneficial for me once my proof copies are complete. Um, How many books should I order? Okay, so I've talked to quite a few authors about this, and they're they're varying with their levels of degrees. And the whole bottom line is, here's what I'm walking away from these conversations that I'm having, and now I'm going to put them back on to, to you guys to make your own decision and pray about it. One, you know your finances. Two, you know your schedule. So if you have an X amount of events that are coming up, then you need to consider how many books could you possibly sell at these events. And then you times that by your number and go for it. And then have, you know, an extra 10 to spare. It's almost like you want to have, you know, an extra 10 books with you at all times, you know, just in case you run across someone. So, That was my, you know, the extra 10 rule. Um, I've learned that one. But I've had people that said that they have bought a thousand books. So now I have to, you know, kind of, I talked to my husband about it. And he would look at me like I was like, for real? He was like, Jennifer, for real? And I'm like, honey, I'm just telling you. And he said, where would we put them? And he's right. So here we go. We have to think about if we get a box of books, and let's say there's 22 books in a box, okay, because the quantity of a big box or something like that. My husband's like, there is no way. Um, I don't know if you've listened to the rest of these uh, podcast episodes of mine and caught to where my husband said I had to remove books from the house because it was a fire hazard. Um, I have a problem, so we might as well just go ahead. I can own it. I love books. I love, 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 okay, love books. I love reading. Um, I don't have any place to store them. I have no bookshelves in my home, and my kids' room is filled with their books, plus some of mine. Then I've got my closet stacked with books. My, my trunk right now has got three boxes of books sitting in it. My office at work, 
my bookcase has three rows stacked back. So I'm just letting you know, I love books and there's nowhere even to put the books that I want to read over the summertime to meet my 70 goal, much less boxes of books. So we have got to just, you know, just talk about where are you going to store the books if you are going to buy them. Um, my husband has always wanted to buy racks to put in the garage. And I'm thinking, you know, if we would have had those racks, then I'm putting books out there and the, the humidity of a garage. I mean, what if it just messes up the books? Like, I, you know, I've never stored books like that in a garage and I'm, I'm a little worried if I did, I would mess them up. I, I probably wouldn't. I'm just, I guess, being conscious of the babies that would be coming in. So now we're going to have to make some room. Like we're going to have to make some uh, rearranging even for the books that I am going to order. So that's, that's uh, a good closet cleanup, I guess, for me. So for those out there that can have the space, they have the upfront funds, you know, I can understand the benefit of ordering that many books. And I'm going to tell you the benefit of ordering more books um, it's the shipping totals. So that's a good thing to play around with. And this is how I did it. When it came up to my shipping, I just pulled up the screen as if I was going to order my one book because I was ordering my proof copy of the Hartwell Chronicles Teenage Exorcist. And it was going to end up costing me like $12 because, you know, you get your own, you get your author cost, which is like $5 something I can't remember the exact total plus all of the shipping and handling for the one book um, and I got the Express I think I got the two-day print but I got standard shipping because um, I heard that with Ingram Spark the shipping does come very fast um, so I wanted just to go ahead and get that thing printed and and hopefully it will come here by Saturday I'm praying that it will so I can have time to read it from cover to cover on Saturday and um, check for any kind of errors so I can get this stuff taken care of. But as far as, okay, so on that screen, I started playing around and I was like, okay, well, what happens if I order 100 books? How much is the shipping? Well, how about if I order 200 books? Well, how about 500 books? And so that's what I was doing. And then I was calculating what is the price per book? Um, after that with the shipping so my husband looked at me and he was like okay well, let's be reasonable here you've got you know these events coming up I would say you probably might not get more than like 10 an event so he was like think of that and just get a smaller number to begin with and then you see how the turnaround rate is between here in the next event and so my husband's advice to me was to let's look at the calendar and let's determine um, if we could order the boxes of books that we would need for the first two events after that then we could take and um, turn around and um, order more books if we needed for for the events that were going to be later on in the year so he's doing that one I know because of storage 
and two, he's, you know, he, he said it in a loving way, but then it's almost like, you know, well, you don't know how many books you're going to push. This is your first time having events, and um, I would rather you do it this way. <laughs> and he's right. Plus, we know what our finances are, and right now, my finances in the business account are low because I had to buy the ISBN numbers. Um, so stuff like that came out. So now I don't really have a lot of the upfront funds in the business account to be able to purchase, you know, a thousand books, even if I'm saying, even if I had the space. So I think that the good strategy to do is first look at your event calendar. Think about how many books that you would possibly sell during a launch party. Okay, In, include your launch party because hopefully you're going to be inviting your family and friends to your launch party and they're going to want to buy your book. Then think about the um, advanced reader copies that you might need. Like, for example, I have um, offered advanced reader copies to people that allowed me to use their name and their work in the book so that way they could get the book before anyone else and um, have that personal signed copy by me in advance so you do have to consider if you are giving away advanced reader copies i was looking last night at review places places where you know i could possibly garnish some reviews and it was good to see that a lot of places take the epub format or a pdf format well, that's great because then that means I don't have to spend the money and buy a copy of a book for someone to do a review. So I've made the determination that, you know, everybody that's in my Sparrow launch team, they're getting ready to get the, um, the EPUB version, that draft to digital, um, that you can fix down, you know, like drop down box and get the um, EPUB or the Mobi uh, versions and save them. Um, that's where I'm planning on um, I'm doing that because I wouldn't be able to give everyone uh, a paperback copy right now. I just, I don't have the funds. And my people, they understand. I mean, it's getting close to summertime. Teachers don't get paid over the summer. So any kind of contracts that I get from now, any kind of freelance or any kind of um, coaching or anything that I get now until my next event, that has to turn around to buy the boxes of books to be able to take to the events. So my first event is July 8th. And I have to consider, do I want to take books to this event, to every event that I go to, um, even if it's before the September the 13th? And I say the answer to that is yes. Now, you guys, this is my first go at um, this year carrying event books and things like that. When I did an event, I carried one of my Bible devotionals and I gave one to my niece because I promised her one. She had won it on a Facebook live uh, competition. Um, but 
I did not even bring the box of books around and let people know that I had them. Um, so the best thing to do is if you're shy about stuff like that, you know, have your sign that you can set up and have your book and have a table already set aside. Um, that's what I'm going to ask to do is to go ahead and have a place where I can have a book signing there at the event and I have my swipe. So my husband is going with me to the events and he's already agreed that he would help do um, the swipe management with PayPal business and he would help with the, um, the books. So I have to consider, well, the book doesn't come out until September the 13th, but I can override the printing and go ahead and get copies of the books. So while I'm going to these events this summer and in the fall, I think that it would be great and to announce to everyone, these don't get on the shelf until September. You can get an advanced copy and it can be signed today. And that way, while I'm in front of people, I'm able to sell the books, get the word out there. They can read the book ahead of time. When it does go live, they can do the reviews on the books. So, you know, this is what I'm hoping for. And though they're going to get that, you know, they can't get on and say they're, um, Amazon has it for pre-order right now. Um, they can't get online and they can't say, well, um, I'm a verified Amazon purchase person because it's not going to pop up like that. But they could get on Goodreads and leave me a review. Um, if they bought it early, that could help the Goodreads piece. But by word of mouth, they could generate buzz and excitement by having the books early. And then they can show other people that, you know, if they want to purchase it on Barnes & Noble's website or Amazon, they could go on and get their pre-order copy. Like if they're walking around with the copy, they could say, oh, you can get yours, but it's just on pre-order. I'm lucky I got the first copy. So if you get to go to an event, that's a perk. You get to have a book before it's released. So I did make that decision this week. So I have to do like what my husband said and strategically think about, you know, how many books per event and then have 10 extra just in case. And for September, when I have my launch party, um, I'm still waiting on confirmation for the launch party. I need to send a follow-up email with them about that. But I have plenty of time. That's why, you know, you try to do these things early. It's best to go ahead and, and secure places now. So, I need to become more aggressive now that I have everything up. I've been waiting for um, the Barnes & Noble paperback. And it's funny that I did not receive an email so I was on last night I check each night before going to bed I go on to draft the digital I check to see if I have a new place that has accepted it and Apple now they do send an email Apple accepted the book yesterday so that was another uh, distribution route that I have that's available now for the ebook so that one was good news 
And then I looked and um, just went to Barnes & Noble and I typed Jen Lowry and you see two copies of my book up there because you see the paperback and you see the ebook. And I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. And if you get it from Barnes & Noble, I gave the wholesale discount. So it's $13.99 if you buy it on Amazon. It's $9.13 if you get it on Barnes & Noble. So the wholesale discounts are going to be beneficial for people because that means they'll be able to shop around and still be able to get my book but be able to get it on their budget or what they would be willing to spend on a paperback and if you're you know if like if you're a teacher you get a barnes and noble discount so i really wanted it in barnes and noble because a lot of us you know us meaning teachers we specifically shop at barnes and noble because we get the educator card so no matter what books we buy, um, we get a discount. So I think that um, having it at Barnes & Noble also opens it up more to my teacher friends um, because that's where we normally do shop at. That's our go-to book place. There or Amazon. Those are the two places that we go um, that I've talked with people. And then, of course, um, not to mention all of the book sales and all of the um, thrift stores and everywhere else that we venture out to get our books because uh, we're thrifty like that and we love um, to have a bunch of books for our students. So thinking about the box books, see how I got digress, think about who you could possibly sell it to and then set your price for the same price that it would be if you pulled it up without the discount because you're trying when you're at these events you want your book price to match so you don't need to go higher you don't need to say well i'm going to sell it for 15.99 today because you get it early no i'm going to still sell it for 13.99 that is the price that i set for the paperback and with each you know sale that i make that money that i get from that goes right back into the business account because it's going to be through paypal business and guess what it's going to be used for it's going to be used to order the next boxes of books when i go to the next event so it's all about strategy like if you've got the space you know and you know what your events are order ahead of time to save yourself money on the shipping and you'll make more royalties per book because that shipping cost can really cut in. It can really eat in. Like, I'm not just going to order 10 books. That's, that's crazy. Because if I just order 10, you know, I'm going to be spending, you know, almost $8 a book. But if I order for at least 40, I'm going to spend $6 per book. And then I'm going to, you know, take that $6 per, anything after 40. It was like $6 a book. So if I start with 40, and I'm, um, and that's a, a biblical number, and I'm, I'm about to be 44, um, but like if I start at 40, and then work my way, boxes of 40, and I get those, and I, and I push those out for the June and the July event, then I can turn around and get more because then I have my September events. So I have an event, I have not a, yeah, I have a June event, which I don't think I'm gonna be able to get the copies in by then because of my proof. So I think I'm actually missing this um, panel that I'm on in June, 
which I'm sad about, but there's nothing I can do. Like, I'm waiting just for the proof copy. I do not want to buy 40 books and they come back and there's an error and I need to upload. I want to make sure that this is done right. So if I just miss this opportunity, hopefully um, I'll get asked back on this same panel in the, in the future. Um, hopefully I'll have the proof copy in my hand before the event. That way I'll be able to showcase the, at least that and then people can go on and do pre-order if they want to. Or they could go to my website and they could order a copy, um, hand, you know, autographed or something like that. Like I can at least pitch it by holding it up. I've already talked to the coordinator of the event and I explained to them I may have my ARC, I may not. And they were like, well, it would be great if you did. If not, we can just show them. Um, so I have to send images of the mock-ups of everything of all of my um, materials. So I'm going to be doing that in the next couple of days with all of the links on how they could purchase the book. Um, and I'm going to make the flyers with the QR code for them to follow me. I've already thought of things like that for the event. You, you know, it's important to go ahead and have your media kit ready so that way when these events happen, I, I don't have a kit for the Hartwell Chronicles. I do for Sweet Potato Jones, but you have to have a separate sheet for each book. So I'm going to go ahead and um, take care of that so that way I can be proactive, send it to them before the end of the month, and they can get what they need while they're planning their event. So I might miss the June event, but July I have another speaking engagement. So I'm going to carry it at that speaking engagement, but I'm going to do it better. I'm going to actually ask for a table. I'm going to set it up. I'm going to put the, lay the books already out um, and have them up there. Then I'm going to, um, my next events are in September. But that doesn't mean that something wouldn't come up between now and September. So I still have to aggressively push them. Um, I've got to try to get my foot into the door in some local areas. Uh, and so, who knows? It might happen. But I just want to tell you guys, like, number one, the rule of having the extra 10 always with you, I think, is smart. Number two, knowing where you can store these things really makes a huge decision. And number three, how much upfront funds do you have to begin with? And what would you be willing to sacrifice to be able to get the books? And number four, what are your plans for turning the books over? That way you need to have an aggressive plan on, okay, I'm going to order these boxes of books, but they're not just going to sit there and take up the space. You know, the problem is, is I'm running out. That's the problem that you want to have. So um, organizing your speaking engagements, the book tours, um, thinking about your launch parties, thinking about um, how you can distribute your own books, and then setting the price that is the same exact price that they would get if they were pulling it up on Amazon. So that way you're not overcharging them for a face-to-face -face event, but they actually get the signature copy or an advanced copy. So thinking of things like that could be beneficial for you. And then you can advertise at the event, advanced copies, signatures, you know, you know, signed advanced copies available um, for um, being in attendance, you know. Um, you can do some giveaways with the books. If you want to do giveaways and mail them off, you know, consider getting books ahead of time just for giveaways. So have you a separate tin for that? Um, or you could just do the EPUB giveaways, 
And that way that can help you with your funds. If you're very on a very tight budget, you can send the EPUB. Um, so I just really want to encourage you guys to pray over any of the financial decisions that you're making. While I was in front of that calculator and I was um, figuring out the distribution, I was in prayer going, Lord, let me make the best decisions. Let me make the most wise decisions for my business, for my family. Um, God, think of everything that I'm not thinking about and help me feel good about my decisions in the end. And that's the thing. I don't want to second guess, you know, what I've done. And then when I walk into an event and if I sell the 40 books, then I'll say, guys, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful. And I didn't, I would have never thought, I would have sold, thought I would have only sold five. And that's why I didn't plan ahead. And I'm like, better next time. I'll learn next time. And, you know, and then maybe they'll ask me to come back and just do an additional book signing if the crowd, you know, demands the books. And so that would be very positive. That would be a very good problem maybe to have. But um, so I wish you guys all the best when considering how many books to order. And whether you order the one proof copy all the way up to the thousand, like one of my friends, uh, she does like a thousand at a time. Um, just, you know, make sure you video your reveals. Make sure that you're, you've are you got a camera ready when you're opening up your first boxes of books. You're putting them up there on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube. And you've got that experience documented because, oh, what a day that's going to be. And when I open up my little envelope, trust me, it's going to be recorded so you guys can see my Ingram Spark book printed. And we're going to have a video about it because I can't wait. All right, guys, you have a blessed one. Bye. I wanted to share with you guys a quick tip that I tried today and I was successful at it. Um, it did take a, a few minutes to do it, um, but I did some calculations on a spreadsheet. So open up you an Excel sheet or a Google Docs spreadsheet and go ahead and put down quantity of how many books that you would try to order, your total. Um, how much that would be per book, so you would divide it, then how much would you make um, from your printing cost to the shipping cost? So like, for example, it would be $6.79 for me to be able to get a book shipped to me and printed per book. So then how much would I be able to make on that per event, including the taxes on those event books, because I have a have to do the tax and then do a total line and then a profit line. And then you'll be able to see how much profit you would be able to make per, you know, amount that you're purchasing. Um, and I actually tried 12 different ways calculating 12 different quantity amounts. And I found that I saved money if I purchased two cartons at a time, which would be 44 books. And for the long run, if you're going to be doing this, you might say, well, you're just saving 10 cents per book. Well, if you count that up and then you think about every time I'm at an event and I'm using my PayPal business and I'm having to use the swipe and it's going to be a percent taken off as well for me using that service. Um, I need to save money here on this end as much as I can. And so I found the cheapest of 12 different quantity amounts and I started with one box because one box would hold 22 so um, 
I worked it through like our, you know, like one carton that would come to me shipped. So it was cheaper for me to receive 44 books or two boxes. Um, and so that's going to be my first shipping that I'm going to get purchased, um, that I'm going to purchase and do an order for. Once my proof copies are approved, um, I'm going to go ahead and get um, two boxes of books. And then it's going to take possibly seven to 10 days for me to turn around and get two more boxes of books. So I need to have my books ready for my, my summer events. Um, that way I can go take advanced copies for signatures that people can purchase them early. Um, if I'm at my signings early, if I'm at these speaking engagements, I might as well take my books along with me. We talked about that already, but, um, so playing around with that page where it's the submit order form, not just a, a regular calculator. I actually went to the calculator screen, and I would just update my quantity, hit update, see what it would be, and then I would come over to my spreadsheet and write in those totals and then go ahead and quickly divide um, to see how much it would cost per book. So I did all of that work, and then I went back in and compared, and then I turned the line green <laughs> and color-coded it which would be my better option, which ended up being two boxes as cheaper. So that's what I'm going to go with. So that's just a good strategy that I tried and it worked. So good luck. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.